Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, Claudia, it's good to see you again this week as we start a new series. Tell us a little bit about our series, Carl. Well, as usual, we're going to be having great fun at this silly things leaders do that they think are amazingly effective and usually, well, let's say always fall flat. So we're going to start a series on what we call fake goals. Fake goals. Fake goals. And this is the amazingly popular technique, another one of our words, because there's nothing underlying it except a ploy to get people to work harder. And so we're over the next four weeks, we're going to be looking at a number of fake goals that supervisors set out for people to get them to work harder, but never work. And they all fall through for a variety of reasons that we're going to have some fun with. It'll be good to point these out because it'll um, give us the opportunity to set out some creative and common sense approaches to achievement. Well, it strikes me too. We talk a lot about how people just intuit, they know when something is authentic and when something isn't. Mm-hmm. So even though we are trying to put a mask over things that are probably not the way that we are trying to present them as, that people intuit that. They will. They'll intuit every time. They know you're trying to pull something on them. And the, the main problem with it, the main you know, insincerity in the whole thing is people could be doing a fine job. They could be doing a great job. But because they can do a great job, you use that in your little leadership world to think that it could be even better. And so why not push for even better and create, as a result, something worse? When it makes sense, perhaps we think that we, as a lot of kind of leadership manuals or in that, you know, you go to a meeting or a conference about leadership and they kind of bring up like, oh, motivating your staff with setting goals and have them kind of reach, you know, targets. And so then you try to implement that or somewhat some of that, but you don't really do the work to do it. And it just sort of backfires and you end up really demotivating people while you're trying to do that. So we'll be talking about, can you introduce us with some of the kinds of goals that are just sort of can be fake that we'll be talking about in the next couple of weeks? Yes. We're going to look at one major problem out there is goals that are vague. So you need to improve. Something needs to get better. Can't be that way anymore. And it doesn't get any clearer than that. And that's got a lot of problems it creates. Another set of goals we'll be looking at are what we call arbitrary goals. So some number is just picked out of the air. Let's say you're going to increase sales by 20% or we're going to get costs to go down by 15%. And the number has no basis in fact or reality or anything that's going on. That will create another set of problems. The third area we're going to look at is moving goals, changing goals. As time goes on and things unfold and they start working out, the target keeps changing and people don't know what to count on, what they're shooting for anymore. And we'll look at that. And we're going to look at dangling carrots out in front of people, promises of raises and promotions and other good things that will happen to you if. And the, the, the big if is the performance improvement they want, but the carrot just keeps dangling. We never quite get it. Big problems with that. And then the last one we'll look at is double standards. Um, and we're just going to close out with that because that brings us right back around to our way we look at leadership. Is it leadership? All change starts with yourself and leaders who put goals out in front of their teams that they do not apply to themselves. Um, it's going to come back to haunt them and it's going to undermine everything else. 
Well, it strikes me really that we start kind of with, we're starting with the biggest one and where you start is always important and where you want to go. And we Mm -hmm. are one of our biggest problems we see is when we try to set vague targets, kind of vague goals for our staff. And what we see is often legitimate. Maybe your um, receptionist is a little terse with clients coming in and maybe the customer service and the politeness needs to improve. Uh, maybe you know something does need to change on the floor, and there needs to be less accidents. The problem with a vagal is all we t- lay out for them is that it needs to change. Something needs to get better. You need to be more polite. You, people need to feel more heard when they call in, or there needs to be less accidents. And people don't know what to do with that, or they'll do something with it, like the receptionist example. He or she may think that they've made great strides in being polite, and that's not really happening. So when you've got something vague like that, really all you get yourself into is an argument every time over whether the change was enough, if the goal was met or not. You have no criteria for talking about it. Right. It strikes me that the goal is not per se the problem. So being more polite, uh, having our customers feel better at the end of a conversation, listening better, there's nothing wrong with that goal. The problem is that the interpretation of how to do that can easily be skewed by something that's not really specific. Exactly. And you have no way to evaluate it. So you can go back and say to that person, you know, you didn't really meet this. And they said, well, I was trying, but, oh, I can't please you, is what it becomes, not something that's actually specific and measurable and achievable. Exactly. So these meetings just become arguments over, you know, whether something was enough or not. And you're And that's where we want to distinguish between goals and the problems. And so all we articulated was the problem. Something's not working right and it needs to get better. But there's really no goal stated there at all. Because better, a vague goal is not a goal. So what we want to do is we want to come up with something super specific and that can be measured that, you know, and you can talk about. So with a receptionist, for example, you know, you could set a goal of we'd like the phones answered on the second ring. And... In the examples of the receptionist, for example, you could set uh, goals like, we'd like you to see the phone answered on the second ring. We would like messages answered within 48 hours. If somebody calls back and hasn't been responded to, that you will walk the message over to the you know, recipient of the call and different specific actions that are going to change. That way, when the time comes and you, if you still have let's say, upset clients, and there's still a customer service problem, you can just talk about each of these things. And if the person has met the goals as they were laid out, you can actually compliment them on that and thank them for that and praise them for that, even though the problem still exists. It just means you got to both have to keep working on how you solve it. But they, did, they haven't failed. They actually have succeeded in meeting all the goals that you set out for them. You still have a customer service problem. Or in you know, the ideal world, you know, it would have solved the customer service problem. So being vague is a way of really robbing yourself as a leader of an opportunity to have meaningful conversations about where things to go. And it just feels like a form of oppression for, for people because um, some bosses just can't be pleased. So as long as the goal is vague, you can all, you know, put my money on that that boss will never be pleased. Well, and it really leads me, one of the things that kind of struck me while you were uh, saying that is that it kind of gives you an ability to have conversations with your employees and sort of of figure out something together and see where you're at, like giving you, give you information that you may not necessarily have 
that will help you be a better leader or a better boss to them. Exactly. And then you can find out what would be a meaning target if you could talk about what needed the problem and then how it was to be addressed. So again, you could have a quality problem and making something, putting something together, and it just keeps having certain problems. And just to say we need to reduce the problems or there needs to be less errors doesn't give people anything to go on and what they're shooting for. Well, next week we'll be talking about arbitrary targets. Yes. Which sort of kind of fall in line with vague targets. And again, what we're saying is these are often things that are techniques or gimmicks that you use to motivate your staff. So we'll be talking a little bit about how we do that with arbitrary targets as well. Well, I look forward to it. Yep. We're at boldenterprises.com. You're welcome to comment on our blog anytime. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.